0: Hello and welcome back to Up the Villa Podcast. Aston Villa three, Burnley two. You're on a double upload tonight, Uh, but yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing that Aston Villa are sitting second in the Premier League, level on points with the leaders Liverpool. That is just mental. That is just mental. Something I probably never thought I'd be saying on this podcast when I first, well, when we all first started it, you know, a few years ago, that we would be like
1: joint top of the Premier League. It's insane. Justin, how are you? Good, mate. Very good. Pleased with that stat, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, for me, it's massive and it ends the year on a high. It ends the year going into 2024 I know there's some games to come in the next couple of days I think worst case we'll go to third you know going into 2024 third in the premier league we've a massive opportunity for us to achieve something big we're currently still in two cup competitions we're still in the european one we got so much to look forward to and be positive about going into 2024 it's unbelievable and you know, I'm 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 proud of the performance today. I'm proud of the players because we've we've dropped off slightly, and we've dropped off slightly, and we've just drew and lost the game. You know, is that a drop off? Is that is that a bad form? You know, we've had a fantastic December. We've played really well. We've beat uh, City and Arsenal, the the two top teams at the minute in the Premier League. Or beat Man City at sort of climbing back up the Premier League table. You know, that was remarkable in itself. We've we've done well away from home. We had a great point against Bournemouth. We had a great win against Brentford. Yeah, we, we came a bit short against Sheffield United. We were way below standards against United. And we've bounced back today with a win. And I've read a few comments. I've read a few things online. And... I think there's been a a a reaction here to this game that I don't know. I thought we've played all right. You know we, you know we we weren't we're not at our control best of completely controlling the game and limiting the opposition to, you know one or two chances at best. You know we're not doing that at the minute. But I think 19 shots on another day. If Diaby gets his head over the ball, if Ramsey bags that one. We win this game 4 or 5, 1 or 2 or whatever. So, you know, I, I think 3-2. I, I think the frustrating thing for some fans might be that it was edgy at 2-2 two, two, and they did get back in the game and it, it wasn't as comfortable. But at 2-1, I was sat there thinking, we're going to win this 4 or 5. I don't, I don't know how you saw the game, but, but that's, how I, that's how I saw the game.
1: Pretty much the same as you, yeah. Um... We are in a dip of form, there's no question about that. We're not at our peak, we're not at our best, but we're missing you know, three players currently who have been outstanding for us this season, Pau and Tielemans uh, and Kamara. And I think Kamara and Pau, given the goals we concede, you're not huge to this team and you can see that now, you know, the like-for-like replacements. You know, on the predicted lineup, we, the one big question was who plays in the other six, and and he went for McGinn, and, and you know, unfortunately, when he plays in there, we do lack his uh, energy going forward. So there is areas of the side that are creaking a little bit. There's no question about that. You know, I hope we'd score early, and we did. You know, unfortunately, they equalise almost straight afterwards, which, which is a shame. But uh, they caught us a bit cold from a set play. You know, but you switch off in the Premier League, and that's what happens. And then we have to go again, um, and we get it ahead again, Um, and and we create another good goal, and we take another good goal at that point. To all, I'm thinking, okay, you know, let's, um, you know, sorry. Then they hit us on the break and score a fantastic goal. There's no question about it. He takes it brilliantly. You know, another day, he puts that in Rosehead, doesn't he? But he's had a fantastic game today, Foster. He was outstanding. and then basically, you know, we've got to try and find a result from somewhere. And like you say, before they got the equaliser, we could have easily been out of sight. Five, six, you know, easily five and six we could have scored today. So I don't get the, the meltdown. Well, I'm not sure it's a meltdown, but, you know, I don't get the the massive frustration that it, yes, we left it late and yes, it was a bit of a, a soft penalty, but Know, at our peak, we can destroy teams in the Premier League. And when you're not at your peak, the key is to, to still pick points up, to draw games like we did against Sheffield United, last second, whatever it was, last minute equaliser. And today, we got a last sort of minute winner. Um, but that's what you have to do when you're not playing that well. And that's what happened today. And, you know, we started this year, this calendar year, 1st of January, we were five points clear of the bottom three in the Premier League. We end the year. <laughs> joint top of the Premier League. And it's an incredible <laughs> stat. And yeah, individual games, you have roller coasters, don't you? And it wasn't that long yeah. ago, we absolutely schooled Man City at home and beat Arsenal on the Saturday. And then we have Sheffield United and Burnley the next two games. Up, you're thinking, OK, we'll win them comfortably. I certainly thought we'd win them comfortably. And it hasn't turned out like that. We've won one, drew one. But that's just how hard the Premier League is. And, and hmm. I think overall... It's been an incredible season, and with players coming back, with suspensions now over, especially for Kamara, Poe came on, so he's going to be fit now. Tierlinton doesn't think he's that far away. With one or two players coming in, there's no reason why we can't go on. If that's the blip, which I hope it is, then sound. Let's kick on and, and go for it.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if that, what if a draw and a loss is a blip, and you back it then back up with a win? You know, we've got to, we've got to use a bit of perspective of, of where we are and, and and the nature of, um you know, the, the actual month and, you know, some of the players that, you know, and I'm not saying like, okay, oh, footballers have a hard time, but this period in English football is very, very brutal, you know, and some players have never gone through this before. Even Pau, Carlos, DRB, they've never been through this congested festive period because half the time they've got the feet up at home enjoying their Christmas and I know Kamara's got his feet up at home and enjoying Christmas but you know what I'm saying is some of these new players we've got haven't really experienced that heavy congested Christmas period so it's probably been you know a big shock and a wake-up call to them of what it's actually like in the Premier League but you know I've, I've got to go back to you know some of the performances from some of the players today. I thought Bailey Oh, my God. He's absolutely unbelievable. You know, I, I, the one thing I always criticised Bailey for was that he showed the ball too much to the opposition defender. He left that ball open for the opposition fullback to always take that tackle and take that chance. Take it
1: off him,
0: yeah. Now, now, he's zigzagging all over the place, and you ain't getting that ball because you can't even see it for a start. He's going this way, that way, this way. He's absolutely unbelievable. I thought the RB, was sensational, you know, he was absolutely brilliant, okay, he missed a couple of chances, next time get your head over the ball, but even his defending was brilliant, the times he was yeah. coming back and winning Racking that back, ball, yeah. it absolutely phenomenal and that's what we need and then Watkins, you know, that run that he did to create that first goal, you know, cutting across the second goal that he created as well, Absolutely brilliant. And them three were, for me, absolutely electric. I thought they were brilliant. So fair play to them. Um, I thought the goals that we scored were really good. The penalty was kind of like, oh, my God, hit off the bar. I was like, no. But, um, you know, yeah, brilliant. Who stood out for you?
1: Yeah, but pretty much the same as you, to be honest. Um, you know, just harking back to where you started that little um, section. Christmas is an incredibly difficult time, and it's one of the periods you have to somehow. Traverse and get through, isn't it? And, and, and unfortunately, it always seems to coincide for most teams with injuries and suspensions. Because by that point, you're picking up yellows, silly yellows, and, and they, you know, and they mount up, and then you, you lose a player, and, and, and injuries have taken the toll. So we, we've sort of hit the game with a few out, but the players that have had to play, you know, we spoke a lot about Diaby and, and, and Ramsey on, on the predicted lineup, and. I felt maybe that they probably would have been served better being left out because, unfortunately, they happened not to be... And they didn't. They got started. And, and we're seeing a, a period of time where... We're having to play players into form by starting them, and it's not ideal because they're in the limelight and they're, and they're sort of in the glare of the public. And, and if if they start the game poorly and have one or two bad touches, and then all of a sudden you know the, the crowd are sort of moaning, and, and so it was imperative today that him, the Derby and Ramsey both started the game really well, and, and Ramsey. Uh, Derby particularly, I think, has sort of shook off his little bit of a bad spell. Hopefully, he'll just kick on now. Um, I thought Ollie Watkins was really, really good today. You know, I think he's got the most assists now in the Premier League, which is a phenomenal statistic because his goal scoring's up there as well. Normally, you see one or the other, but, he's you know, it's almost Harry Kane-like, dare I say, where, it, you know, he sits back and he, he's setting up as many as he's scoring. So, I'm really pleased with a lot of the players today. I still think Ramsey's got a, a few levels to, to, to go up, but it won't do him any harm today to be out there and trying his best to try and, and get some kind of, of, of form back. I
0: thought, as, um, to jump in on you, I thought as the game went on, Ramsey got better and better. I thought... He likes uh, a battle, uh, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And and I think he, he was kind of getting to the Ramsey that sort of we know. And, you know, even the one that he yeah. missed, like, That's Ramsey arriving a little bit later, taking that chance. Um, So, for me, even though he missed, it's a positive to see him now getting into that area. Whereas the last couple of games, we ain't seen him anywhere near getting on the end of anything. So, I was starting to see him sort of, you know, getting there.
1: Yeah, I mean, Pete Ramsey picks the ball up deep, runs at people, takes players on, scores goals. And he's not at that point yet, but you can see sort of flashes of where, you know, hopefully he's getting back to that now. Back four is definitely a, a bit of a, a quandary at the moment. Um, you know, the goal that was sort of second, well, the first goal, sorry, conceding straight after, after scoring was a real disappointment. I, I think now we're getting to the point now and I, I would like to see, now Power's fit again, I want to see concert and Power back at centre-half, I think. Yeah, you know, we've got a bit of a break now to be playing the Premier League again. So I think, that right back spot's got to be sorted. Something's got to happen with that now. I don't think he can continue playing constantly. So I just think he's he's not wasted out there because he can play there, but he's far better centre half than he's right back. So I want to see him back in the in the centre of defence with Pau Torres. Um And it's a shame on Carlos, but he's ju- another player that's not quite playing as as well as I think he could. Um, I thought Morano did okay coming at left-back. I still think there's levels that he can go up. Mm. Um, McGinn did okay in the six, but Kamara's going to be back and shielding that back four. It'd be nice to see Louise and Kamara back together again, won't it, against Everton. I think that's a huge bonus for us. And then with, with Bailey and Diaby now... Hitting a bit of form that you know, when McGinn slotting back up front, we all of a sudden against Everton, we're going to start having you know options again, aren't we? And players sitting on the bench that makes the bench a lot stronger. So, lots to be uh, lots to work on. I think that's I think not everybody can see that from today. There's still things that have got to be worked on, it's not perfect, but I think with players coming back, one or two additions, we're in a phenomenal position. You know, had, mm. had we got to this point, Luke, and we were sixth or fifth within four or five points of the top three, we'd have all said, well, we've had a great start to the season, haven't we? We can push on now, second half, and we can try and get in that top four, try and get Champions League. So, to be where we are, he's ahead of of my expectations. So, let's be grateful where we are, and let's hope that the rest of the season we can kick on. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think if I try and remember what most Villa fans... Wanted where they wanted they wanted to finish sixth. I think I said sixth. I think everybody I said was sort of saying, was sort of saying, well, you're above that now. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think I think sixth from progression was was the um, yeah. you know where everyone thought, and we're now above that. So you know, yes, the expectations been raised slightly. I think that's fair. I think if you go and beat Man City and Arsenal in the same week. The expectation is gonna be risen. It's gonna be there because you've just beat the two big teams, and
1: yeah. and
0: and I think I think you know what I, what I kind of think is that, and I think how I don't think is that I don't actually think top teams that win the Premier League or get into the top four they don't play well every week. They don't blow teams away every week. They don't play amazing football every week. But what they do is they win. And some of you regular viewers will remember me saying this. I've said this numerous times now, especially under Emery, is that play shit and win, right? Play shit and win is the best thing to do because there's nothing worse than playing well and losing that is the worst thing and i think i've watched liverpool numerous times this season they they play they don't play that well and they win and that's the sign of a good team they just find a way to win all the time yes you have to play well you know you have to, you, there will be games where you have to play well and we do play well but there are games where sometimes you have to just play not so great and get the win and i think that's important. But I don't think today was one of those games. I don't think it was one of those games where we didn't play well and we won. I think we played we played well and won, you know, but there was just two moments where we conceded, which then puts a bit of a dampener on it. And you're like, oh, we didn't play that well, you know. We, but we had complete control of that game for the majority of it. You know, if I show you now the um, momentum bar from the game, uh, if I just share the screen with you, that'll help. Um, so we share the screen and I show you the momentum bar of the actual game, you know, Villa are in the green and and Burnley are in in the blue. So majority of that momentum is with Villa there, um, especially in the second half. And then if you go down and have a look at, You know, some of the other stats with next year of 3.15, where we scored three goals, 65% possession, 19 shots, seven on target. You'd hope that those would be slightly better. Uh, If we have a look at the passing, 85% passing accuracy. So, you know, all in all, it's it's a win and we've won. And I think that's the most important part about it, really, is that we've won the game, we're second in the league, you know,
1: Oh, I d- but- do you know what more can we do? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Uh, football's not an exact science, is it? If it is, then then it'd be predictable, and it's just not predictable, is it? Uh, and I think sometimes when you are in the ascendancy in games and, and you make one or two mistakes, this is why you you, you need to try and get that... know, We needed to get that third goal just after half-time, when would have put the game to bed then? Um, and then I've seen a lot of people say, oh, down to 10 men, we should be hammering, relegation, threatened Burnley. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that, football, does it? And and, and no. when you are under the cushion, when things aren't quite going right, which they didn't today, you know, for, 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 you know because they scored two goals at really tough times for us. And we only had sort of 19 minutes left when when they went to all. You have to dig in and you have to try and, and find a way. And, and yes, it was a soft penalty, but like you said, if DRB had his shooting boots, I would have been out of sight by then. So I, it would have been a travesty for me today if we hadn't have won that game. And that's yeah. the only way I can d- explain it. You know, mm. sometimes you win a game, and you think, bloody hell, we got away, we won there. But for me, with the dominance we had, the chances we created specifically, you know, that XG tells a story there straight away. You know, any other day that Burnley don't score one goal today, they've got one, they've scored one from a set piece where we haven't picked up two players, which is mm. our fault. And then they've scored a, a flicked on goal the halfway line. He's ran 40 yards and he he's absolutely buried it in the bottom corner, you know, against the best goalkeeper in the world. And it's a fantastic finish. So individual moments... And all of a sudden, we're at two all, and, and because of what's happened in the previous two games, oh God, here we go again, here we go again. But calmness prevailed. The manager, you know, on the sideline was very calm, and he was he gesticulating to him, right? Come on, you know. And, and I've been a little bit critical of Duran, but he did, you know, he won the penalty today, so he did, he did, he did do. He tried to take the player out. One, after. I was
0: like, what's he doing? Uh, yeah. But yeah, but what you know, what I will say is. I mean, any of you that sort of watch our content religiously, I did actually tell you how Burnley play. I did say that they will come and they will have a go. And that's what they did. Do you know what I mean? And you can't just look at a team name and go, oh, it's Burnley. You know, Premier Leagues. every team has a chance. Every team on their day can beat everybody. You know, any team can beat anybody. We've seen it so often.
1: Yeah, and I think what you have to also give teams credit for is, I mean, uh, how many away games? You know, 10, ten away games now. So most teams are playing nine or ten away games. So teams aren't going to just rock up the Villa Park and play into our hands. If if, any, if the manager of every team that plays against us has got anything about them, and they they generally have, they all should be the peak of their game. You know, the, the nineteen Premier League managers should be the best nineteen managers in the country. They're not going to come to Villa Park now and and, and play to our strengths. They're going to see, especially how how Sheffield United played against us and how Burnley set up against us today, two slightly different ways of playing against us. But both have had joy at Villa Park. So you expect in the second half of the season that a lot of other teams are going to try and play that way. So it's up to us to adapt to that and it's up to us to find a way. And, And when we're at it, when we're at our best, I don't think it matters... How anybody plays against us, cause I think we beat them anyway. But when we're not quite at it, then and teams do put, turn up with it with a game plan and it and it works. Then then you have to be a little bit cleverer, don't you? Know? And this is where perhaps one or two new signings will help us to evolve and play a different way and have different options coming off the bench, you know, and, and players in form as we've seen today. Diaby slightly yeah. back in form, Bailey flying at the moment. I will say, it makes I will a huge say- difference. Two more things and then we'll finish. Number one,
0: I've got Bailey on the back of this shirt. No, it's got Diaby, sorry, on the back of this shirt, the um, the away shirt. And I had a feeling about Diaby today. So I put my away shirt on for him. And finally, I'm going to show you something. And I've, something that's just clicked in my head and I've just remembered what I predicted at the start of the season, right? I've only got nine games to go at home for Villa to go unbeaten for the whole season. Nine to go. I'm over halfway now to getting my prediction bang on. So, nine, left. don't sound a lot, does it really? Nine games no. at home left this season. And we've played against some so, of the big boys already. So, I'm thinking we've got to, we've got to, we've got to nearly get that. Got to nearly get it. So, um, Thank you, everyone who's watched. Absolutely buzzing. Second in the Premier League. Joint top with
1: Liverpool. Up the Villa. Happy New Year, everyone, and up the mighty Villa.